0: For the
1: weekend if that's all right we give god praise we thank him for our pastor dr henry p davis the third come on put your hands together for your pastor yes we give god praise for him and we thank god for jesus right and for the holy spirit we just give god praise because he is our god and he's worthy and all. Is he worthy in your life? I tell you, if I just started telling you how good God has been to me and is to me, you would say, she's up there bragging. But if there be any boasting, it'd be to the Holy Ghost. Is that right? So our scripture for the weekend is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. I will share from the New Living Translation. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, And with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, this is the reading of God's word. Listen, the text says, let us draw near to God. How do we do that? It's prayer time. We have so much that we can thank God for. He woke you up this morning. Just start right there. You have the activities of your limbs. You can see, hear, and speak. I hear no praise, but that's enough to give them praise for right there. If you were hungry, there was food on your table. You didn't sleep outside last night. You had a roof over your head. Our God is still blessing and providing for us. And while we have so much to thank him for, a reasonable portion of health and strength closed in our right mind. Y'all remember we used to talk like that in a testimony. there is unrest in the world even in God's homeland you know Jesus was born in Palestine is that right we pray for the people of Israel and Palestine Hamas we pray for the Houthis all the unrest throughout the world in Ukraine and Russia ah but right here even in the DMV even in our country carjackings last night one neighborhood about 40 cars got hit in one night the enemy is rampant but thank god for insurance we're gonna be all right carjackings and gun violence a boy today was arrested nine years old these are our children they look like us we need to pray So whatever your prayer posture is, if you want to stand, the altar is open. You want to come to the altar, kneel at the altar. If you're more comfortable seated, you may do that. Come on, let's talk to our God. Go ahead and talk to him. Tell him all about it. Y'all know that song, Have a Little Talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. He'll hear Your faintest cry. God knows he'll answer. By and by, some witnesses in here. He has already answered some of your prayers. We remember the concerns in our prayer vessel. We lift before the Lord bereaved families. Even our pastor who will. Celebrate his uncle's life on Sun on Monday. We remember him and remember his aunt. They were married over seventy years. Still praying for Deacon Jerry Overby. Beautiful celebration of life for Deacon Phyllis on Friday. I see you, Deacon Smith. We still praying for your family. We left uh, Brother Gary and Sister Grace Clark their brother-in-law went home to be with the Lord. As you pray, remember Brother Alan Chandler. There are others who just need a touch from the Lord. Ask God to touch our government and our elected officials that they would do the right thing. Church leadership, clergy, remember our children. He's able tonight. You at the door, come on in. Come under attack. Let us look to the Lord. Gracious God, our heavenly Father, Lord, in the name of your Son, Jesus. Master, we gather tonight as we stand under your presence, we kneel in submission to your holy power, God. We thank you, thank you, thank you that you are our God. Lord, have mercy. You've been so good to us and we just want to say thank you, God. Master, you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to choose us, God, but we thank you that you did. We bless you, God, for your son Jesus who died for our sins that we may have a right, God, to call you Abba Father for that we bless you Lord God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for a place to come where we can worship you freely, God. We don't have to worry about being prosecuted or killed because we lift up the name Jesus. That's all we want to do tonight, God. You said if you be lifted up, you would draw all men, women, boys, girls, everybody to you, Lord God. So we lift you in this place, God, that even on tonight, if there's someone that does not know you after the preaching of your holy word God that they would yield and submit their lives to you become a part of your family not just church membership we thank you for the first Baptist Church of Holland Park we thank you for our leaders we bless you for our pastor we ask a blessing upon him and his family Lord God whatever they stand in the need of we ask you to meet that need comfort them as only you can Jesus. God, there are families represented here, assembled around the altar, in the seats, standing, Lord God, in the virtual space. We ask you to remember all of those families tonight, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we don't know what anybody stands in need of, but you know they've already talked to you about it, God, and if they didn't, you already know our thoughts before we even think of before we say anything, God. You already know the words that are going to come off of our tongue. So, God, just bless as only you can. In the name, Lord Jesus, remember the concerns in our prayer vessel, God, all of the names there, God. Lord, we thank you for all who will help make worship possible. Thank you for the musicians and media ministry, ushers, greeters, everyone that's here. We just want to be together on one accord, Lord, you know. When we get on one accord, you can do your work. So God, even tonight, we lift a special blessing upon Reverend Emmanuel Williams that the word would come forth with power and authority, God. And so we just ask a blessing upon him as he comes to stand before your people tonight. Lord, in Jesus' name, we thank you in all things, and we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. In the name, Lord Jesus, we do pray. We all say amen and amen. brother chairman i'm telling you i'm just full i learned so much you know (laughs) i love to learn it was like being in the classroom all day and i was just pouring into i can't tell you everything i learned tonight but i shared a little bit with pastor and we are excited listen there's nothing wrong with learning anything is that right my dad used to say what you learn is yours to keep once you get it up here guess what They can't do anything about that. Give God praise. We were at a conference with the son of this church, Pastor Bomaduro. He's celebrating his 10th anniversary, so we were with him today. He had a phenomenal conference, national speakers and everything. It was really great. So I'm excited today. Uh, Y'all excited about worship? Well, we continue in worship. It's offering time. I I don't hear anything. It's offering time. (laughs) Our ushers are coming. If you need an envelope, just lift your hands. Our ushers are so happy to serve you. First Baptist Church at Highland Park is a tithing church. That means we believe the first tenth off the top belongs to God. I know there are some witnesses in here who believe what God said in Malachi, bring you the tithe to the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. Meat simply means resources. You know that, right? And and he said, if you do that, prove me now herewith and see if I won't pour you out, open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive it. Uh, Brother Little, we have a hand over here on the left And guess what? There are some witnesses in here. Has God opened a window for you? Come on, just clap your hands. Has he done anything for you? Has he made a way when it seemed like it was no way? If you do it his way, I promise you he will bless you. And when we talk about resources in this house, we give college scholarships to all of our students. We uh, uh, provide food for folk when we, you know, have our uh, boxes and give away food and turkeys and all that kind of thing. Christmas, we give away toys, we give away backpacks. This is praiseworthy right there. And it's all because of your generosity. So come on, put your hands together so I know you're going along with me and that you believe what I am saying. It is true. So if you look on the screen, we have multiple ways in which you can give. Do you have your gifts ready? Your envelopes are ready? You finish? Okay. You ready to give? All right, so listen. Listen. Why don't you just lift your giving apparatus, lift your envelope. If you've already given this week, just place your hand over your heart in solidarity with the worship of giving. We're going to pray over your gifts. Pray over your hands. Pray over your life. She sang the song, Oh God, bless me indeed. We're going to pray a blessing over you and your gifts. Let us pray. Most gracious, all-wise, our Heavenly Father, Lord, in the name of your Son, Jesus, we do thank you for an opportunity to give. God, it simply means if we have something to give, it is because you have given to us. For that, we thank you for the blessing. Lord, in Jesus' name, we pray that these gifts be used for the upbuilding of your kingdom, God, that we would be good stewards of that which you have entrusted to us. Lord, in the name name of Jesus, we pray a blessing upon the hands, the life, the homes of everyone who's able to give. Master, if there's someone among us who has not to give, we pray, pray, pray that you would bless them so that the next time the opportunity to give comes up, Lord, they're able to participate in the worship of giving. Lord, we love you and we thank you. It's in the name, Lord Jesus, that we do pray. We all say amen and amen. Following uh, the giving period, we will have our um, our highlight from the hill from the connections team. So if your gifts are ready, you have envelopes. You want to come? Come on to the uh, the ushers are here ready to serve you at the altar. Miss T is going to give us some 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 music to go along with our giving. Amen. <laughs> Highland Park family and friends, welcome to another spirit-filled service here at the park. My name is Tondra Palmer of the Connections Team, bringing you this week's highlights from the hill. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park's Elevation Career Network is excited to offer its virtual professional development empowerment series every Monday at 6 p.m. Our team of professionals is here to assist you with career coaching and empowering tools to help you get the job you want create the business you dream about, and encourage you to never give up on your goals. To register, go to our website, www.fbhp.org, scroll down to the bottom of the page, click on Elevation Employment, follow the form prompts, and we'll see you there. The First Baptist Church of Highland Parks Divorce Care is a support group designed to minister to adults who are going through the pain of separation or divorce. We will virtually meet on Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Visit our website for login information.
0: 2024 to 2025 tutorial student registration began January 18th. Grammar, reading, comprehension, and writing classes will be held on Tuesdays for 3rd through 8th grades and mathematics will be held on Thursdays 3rd through 12th grade. Face masks are required. The cost is non-refundable annual fee of $25 per member and $40 non-member, 15 for each additional child of the same family. Assistance is available if you need help with the registration fee. Visit the website at www.fbhp.org forward slash Christian education forward slash tutorial to print the registration form.
2: The First Baptist Church of Highland Park Discipleship Ministry is offering small group Bible classes. This study is using the Navigators 2.7 series, Growing Strong in God's Family. You may register at fbhp.org or call the church administrative office.
1: First Baptist Church of Highland Park will be providing curbside groceries on Wednesdays from 1 o'clock p.m. to 2 o'clock p.m. Curbside Groceries is a mobile grocery store bringing quality produce, meat, dairy, pantry items, and more to you. Cash, credit, debit, and EBT are acceptable payment options. Visit the website curbsidegroceries.org for more information.
2: On Wednesday, January 31st at 6.45 p.m., First Baptist Church of Holland Park will hold its installation and consecration service for our church leaders. Uniformed attire is expected for all our servant leaders. This is an in-person worship, and we will be joined by Dr. George L. Parks, Jr., Senior Servant, Metropolitan Baptist Church.
1: Well, that's it for this week's Highlights from the Hill. Did you miss anything? Don't you worry. You can find all of that and more on our website at www.fbhp.org or on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or X. This week's announcements are brought to you by the Connections team. And just in case you forgot, it's not your average church bulletin. (laughs) Have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed week. Bye.
2: Welcome to, welcome to the park, First Baptist. Welcome to the park, yeah.
1: We thank God for the connections team for the highlights from the hill. Also, we thank each and every one of you for your gifts today, your obedience to the worship of giving. Well, you know, at First Baptist Church of Highland Park, we do celebrate life and love. So if you're celebrating an anniversary today and you're in worship, would you please stand so that we may recognize you? If you're celebrating an anniversary today, is your anniversary this week? If you have a wedding anniversary this week, would you please stand? If you're in the virtual space, stand and wave at me. We give God praise for you as well. Well, we all love birthdays, is that right? All right, so if you had a birthday on yesterday, would you please stand? Anyone, birthday yesterday? How about today, Saturday, January 27th? Is today your birthday? We have a few. Inez Bailey uh, turned 93 years old today. Amen. Amen. Also, we wish a happy birthday to Angela Barnes War, Deborah Starks Carr, Michael Richardson Jr., Angel, Angel Solomon. Uh, all have birthdays today. Come on, let's give them a great hand. Uh, of course, we'll have other birthdays this week, and Pastor will acknowledge uh, more on tomorrow. So at First Baptist Church, we do celebrate life and love. We get excited about the first birth, but we're more excited about the second birth because the Bible says you got to be born again. Is that right? Aren't you excited about your second birth? All that old stuff in the first birth has passed away. We have eternal life and going to glory one day. Listen, we are saved. You don't have to worry about anything. Isn't that good news? Wow, well, we give God praise. Well, it is uh, preaching time and I'm excited, um, let me do this first. Dr. Fontenot, would you please stand? Let's give Dr. Fontenot a great hand. He retired in the, the end of December. Yes, from the census, don't sit down yet. That wasn't a great hand, I was still talking he had a wonderful celebration for his retirement on Thursday. So, Dr. Fontenot, that just means now you have more time to work for the Lord. <laughs> and you're healthy and can do it. So, congratulations. He had a wonderful, illustrious career at the Census Bureau. We give God praise for you. Come on, y'all. Give him a good hand. Amen. We also are grateful to all the ladies who participated this morning in our uh, Wednesday morning glory prayer call as well. It was a blessing uh, for all of us. And, you know, that prayer call is global. We reach women all over the world. So we thank God for that. Well, it's preaching time. And our friend and brother... Emmanuel Williams, Reverend Emmanuel Williams, will give us the word tonight. He serves in whatever capacity he can do. He works and teaches in many uh, ministries. And I'm always reminded that every Saturday morning in August, he has uh, services in Watkins Park. And he's been doing that for a number of years. He's consistent with it. Um, You know, uh, Reverend Emmanuel was one of our committee leads. For this very building that we are in, he's a real estate professional, uh, but he also was very helpful and instrumental in helping us get this wonderful building. Come on. I know he has done his study and he's prepared and God has prepared him and anointed him for uh, this evening. So if you would just point your hands in his direction, we're going to ask a prayer upon him. Repeat after me, please. God bless. God bless Reverend Williams. And after Sister Tia leads us in another song, the next voice you shall hear will be that of the preacher for the hour, Reverend Emmanuel Williams. Amen. God is our everything. Can we just lift our hands and
0: honor the God in everything that we need? He always does more than we could ever expect, imagine, or pray for. He does exceedingly abundantly above everything that we ask. This song just says that God is everything. He's master. He's savior. He's ruler. Oh
2: praise the lord everybody praise the lord everybody amen let the church say amen we thank god for another opportunity to call on this holy and wonderful name and uh i first must start off by giving god glory for allowing me to stand before you tonight and thank thanking god for our pastor who allows me to stand here before you and we praise God for our pastor, wherever he's at, whatever he's doing. We pray that God's covering would be upon him, uh, not only him, but even his family. And uh, we're better because of our pastor, the sacrifice that he makes that God allows. Uh, we're better as a people. I'm better as a person. Again, let us just thank God for our pastor, Dr. Henry P. Davis third. Amen. I do thank God for this band tonight, Saturday Night Life Band. Thank God for Tia, our singer, and all the uh, joy that they've brought us tonight just by singing uh, the songs of Zion. Thank God for them and the spirit that they have uh, brought forth in the house tonight. Uh, I do also bring you greetings from the Williams household, uh, my wife and daughter. Keep them in prayer. They're doing fine. My, uh, this was kind of an abrupt notice, but my daughter had a, uh, a hair appointment tonight, and mom had to take her, so I'm sure they're watching online, but thank God for them and uh, let us go to God in prayer. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another opportunity to uh, call on your wonderful and holy and righteous name. I pray that you would uh, speak to uh, the preacher tonight. I do pray that you allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I also thank you and pray for the people tonight. We pray that uh, the word would fall on open minds and receptive hearts that may cause us to be not only hearers of your word, but also doers. For it's in Jesus Christ's precious holy name we pray. And a praying church said, amen. Amen. I think I'm fine. Brought some props tonight, but I don't think I need them. I'm good. Amen. Brothers and sisters, there is a word from the Lord tonight, and before we do that, I do want to thank God for our worship leader tonight, Dr. Reverend Renee Austin. Thank God for her and the light of Christ that shines in her life and the the difference she makes here for our church. Tonight's scripture will be found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. Uh, You may rest on your feet once you get it. Again, Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. Amen. Let us move forward. Scripture says, don't store up treasures here on earth, where moth eat them and r- rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where moth and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Whatever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. Amen. This is the word of God found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21. And uh, I, I would like to tag this, this text tonight simply, Treasures to Behold. If it's possible, I'm going to ask if those lights could come down just a little. They're a little bright, but if they can, uh, we'll, we'll work through it. Amen. Again, tonight's lesson or a message would be Treasures to Behold. Brothers and sisters, uh, we delve into this passage of scripture known as the Sermon on the Mount tonight. Uh, yeah, where Jesus is preaching, and some would even say teaching. Um, he's teaching on a mountain on this day, and oh, did he preach and did he teach. Jesus covered some 19 topics ranging from philanthropy, the anger management, uh, to the importance of uh, commitment to divorce, adultery, the importance of prayer, he went on and on and on that day as he taught uh, on that mountain. In attendance was his disciples. A large crowd of people also surrounded them. And about three-fourths uh, of the way through uh, his, his lesson that day, his message, uh, he, he wanted the people to be clear. Um, as he got to that point uh, into his, his lesson that day, he decided to broach the topic of their earthly treasure. Uh, though, though he uh, broached the subject of their earthly treasure, he wasn't talking exclusively about their earthly treasure. Jesus, Jesus didn't mention what kind of earthly treasure uh, in his presentation, but he hits home the point that there are treasures to be considered in, the, in this life by the belie- believer other than what most uh, set their sights on as it relates to the things that they treasure. It's from this dock tonight that we will sail uh, into the the shores of of the deep and and move away from the shallow as it relates to our faith. Brothers and sisters, uh, there are always unseen factors uh, going on behind the scenes in life. Uh, In many situations, I don't care what it is, there's also something that we don't see that's happening. Uh, Even though we don't see it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. If we take the example of the, the magician uh, that's performing tricks before us as he's having a, a rabbit come out the hat, uh, we don't see what's going on uh, behind the scenes and that there may have very well been a rabbit already in the hat. Uh, yeah, th- th- there's always something going on. as we tomorrow get prepared to look at uh, the, the AFC and NFC championship football games, uh, we will see guys on the grid on playing football. We will see passes being caught, passes being thrown. Uh, we will see uh, quarterbacks possibly getting sacked. But even still, there's something going on oftentimes behind the scene. We, we don't see the, the, the plays that they're calling uh, doing the game. We don't see the tape that they're looking at the night before and the weeks before leading up to the game. You, we're not seeing the the, the small idiosyncrasies that uh, coaches are telling to uh, their team to watch out for this particular player. He likes to go left before he goes right. Uh, he, he, he likes to catch the ball, but he don't like to go across the middle. Uh, there's some things that we don't see that's going on behind the scenes, even in ath- athletics. Even as a profound preacher, as, uh, our pastor brings preachers to our Church, And we are blessed by them as they stand here behind this holy pulpit as we hear them proclaim the gospel of Christ. Uh, and they do it so eloquently and, and so uh, forcefully and, and so uh, appropriately. What we don't see is the preparation that goes into it. Uh, we don't see the fasting and the prayer that happens. We, we don't see the life mistakes that causes, it, causes them to hold to one point so strongly there's always something going on behind the the scene. My brothers and sisters, may I suggest to you today that uh, there are some unseen factors in the life of the believer that God has called us to be keenly aware of and to treasure. Any seasoned and loving parent will testify to the fact that in their parenting, there's always the unseen factors. Rather, it's a gentle encouragement, persuasive speeches, or stern discipline, or simply knowing that every child is not the same. There's always some unseen factors that's even guiding good parenting. Well, the parent of all parents is leading us tonight in his word by highlighting that there's some other kind of treasures that we ought to treasure. Uh, There's some other kind of treasures that we ought to value. There's some other kind of treasures that we ought to store up. I'll start with uh, the first one, and that is uh, the very reason that we're here tonight, and that is the treasure of salvation. Uh, The treasure of salvation. Uh, Brothers and sisters, our salvation is to be treasured. It is to be treasured by, first and foremost, us, uh, the people who who God has uh, laid down his life for and he died for, that we might be able to have a right to the tree of life. We ought to treasure that as something very special near and dear to our hearts, uh, not only the, tr- the, the salvation that we, behold, that we hold, but also the salvation of others uh, as we take that very serious as we are able to not only lead people to Christ uh, by word, but even in deed and how we live our lives. Uh, that could be here tonight. It could be at work. It could be wherever you might find yourself. We are to treasure uh, the, the salvation that God has given us. Uh, here's what the Bible says as it talks about the parable of the, the lost sheep. It says, and if he finds it, I tell you the truth. He will rejoice over it more than over 99 that didn't wander away. In the same way, it is not my heavenly father's will that even one of these little ones should perish. In other words, we ought to value uh, when there, when someone is found by God, uh, when when that person on the street who's uh, panhandling, asking us for money or, 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 or just uh, asking us a question. Uh, by the way, that happened to me uh, last night. And, and I may have dropped the ball because I was moving a little too fast, but, but God convicts our hearts from time to time and, and we should always be open to the Holy Spirit convicting us. But, but those people who may not know Jesus Christ in the pardon of their sins, uh, we ought to hold it near and dear that God uh, see fit to use us to share the gospel with them, as he had done in our life by somebody else. If you just think about the person in your life who's had the most spiritual impact on you, uh, go ahead and think about them. I don't know who they may have been. It may have been your mother. It may have been your father. It may have been uh, your grandparents, somebody who taught you the value of prayer, uh, somebody who taught you the value of having a relationship with the Lord. I don't know who it was for you, but, but think about that person. Yeah, now think about the kingdom of God and what the kingdom of God uh, would be without that person. You know, it is the devil's um, mode of operation uh, to eliminate such people, that they would not show up in the lives of people. But we thank God for people who have made a difference in our life. I don't know about you, but, but I'm thankful for the people here, even at First Baptist Church of Highland Park. Uh, To be able to come to a place on a regular basis and to see that other people are valuing the things of God. That does something for my faith. It does something for my strength. It does something for me to keep pressing on. Yeah, you know the Bible. It says, and let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as we see the day approaching. It does my heart good even before I get in the building and I see some old lady walking, uh, getting to church uh, with all of her trials and tribulations. You can see it in her walk uh, that she's not as fast as she used to be. She's not as nimble as she once was, but she still values the things of God and she's pressing her way to the house of the Lord. I don't know about you, but that does something for me and my faith. And brothers and sisters, uh, the Lord tonight is telling us that there's some things that we ought to treasure beyond the things of this world. Uh, yeah, think about that person. I don't know who they are, uh, but, but, but even if they're here tonight, uh, you might even want to just lean over and say, I'm glad you're on my team and I thank God for you. I'm glad you're on my team and I thank God for you. You're making a difference. But not only that, there are people who are going on to be with the Lord. And we heard the homegoings that have been uh, at our church most recently and uh, the, the difference those people have made in our life. Uh, but in all of our lives, there are those people who have made a difference that they're now standing in the balconies of heaven, and they're looking at us, they're rooting us on, and they're saying, keep pressing, uh, keep on going, keep on running, keep on stretching, you can do it. They, they're, they're rooting us on. I don't know who it was again. It may have been a grandparent or, or a mother or a father or a neighbor or a friend, but they are even now uh, uh, encouraging you and encouraging you to move forward. Well, as I get to my second point, uh, there's something else that we ought to treasure. And that is the treasure uh, of the light that's shining in the Christian. Uh, yeah, treasure the light of, the, of Christ shining in our lives. Uh, yeah, the, the Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power uh, may be of God and not of us. Uh, I I don't know what it is uh, that you carry with you, but the Bible is telling us that we ought to carry the light of the Lord in our life. And and that light ought not only show up when we come here at church uh, on Sunday or on a Saturday night, Uh, but that light ought to show up uh, when we're at the beauty salon. It ought to show up when we're at the barbershop. It ought to show up when we're at the gym playing ball. Whatever it is, that light of Christ ought to show up. Uh, Yeah, the the Bible tells us uh, that we ought to be what? Doers of his word and not hearers only, right? So, So every now and then it might be a little uncomfortable, but God is calling us to allow the light of Christ to show in our lives. If I can just give you a personal example, uh, many of you have seen me post uh, me playing basketball at, at L.A. Fitness early in the morning. And y'all have come up to me and say, you still got a little bit in the tank, Rev. And, and, and I, I must say, the only reason I'm putting it out there on tape is because I know I ain't got much left. And sooner or later, y'all are going to have to just look at the tape. I won't be playing. But but in going to those venues, I, I play with some brothers. These brothers are some of them are 20-something, maybe a teenager every now and then, but most of them are 30 or uh, 20-something, sometimes 40. I'm, I'm most of the time the oldest one there. And they ain't talking about the things of Christ. They ain't talking about church. Matter of fact, this past Thanksgiving, uh, we, ain't, we haven't never done this, but before we played, I said, brothers, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. Now, most of y'all used to pray, but, but you ought to see them. It, it was almost like dragging a pig out of a slop. They ain't want to move. They ain't want to move. But, but we got them together and we prayed. And, and, and now, uh, you know, they, they, they refer back to that day and now they call me Rev and Onk and all that. But, but, but every now and then we have to overcome those barriers and, and say, we're going to pray. Or you got to say something on the behalf of the Lord. Now, sister, I know it's bad, but it ain't that bad. God can, God can still use you. Uh, brother, I know you made a mistake, but, but God still has a plan for your life. Uh, That's what God has called us to do, that we might be able to restore the broken, that we might be able to lift up the downtrodden, that we might be able to call them forward in the name of Jesus. Well, as I go on to my third point, then there's the treasure of prayer. Yeah, it's not our blessings that keep us humble. It's not our victories that keep us on our knees. It's not our successes that keep us coming back to the fountain of life. Uh, No, no, it's not any of that. But how many of you know that it's the fight that keep us faithful? It's the struggle that keep us striving. It's the, it's the trouble that keep us trusting in the Lord. Uh, those things will keep us on our knees. And as the Bible says, all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Yeah, when folks are cussing and fussing uh, God's people, uh, God has given us prayer. When some folks are worshiping people, God has given us the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, he maketh us to lie down in green pastures, and he restores our soul, and he leadeth us beside the still waters. And yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Yeah, the the Lord has given us that. And when some folks are overtaken by worry and fear about what's going to happen next and and how it's going to turn out, God has told the believer to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving and letting our requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passeth all understanding shall guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Uh, I hear you saying, what you mean, preacher? What do you mean, be not anxious? In other words, uh, don't be so anxious that, that you're willing to trade in your faith for anything. There's some things we can't, we can't sell. There, there's some things that can't be bought. And that ought to be, first and foremost, our faith and our relationship with God. Be anxious for nothing. If God can't give it to me, I don't need it. I don't need to lie for it. I don't need to cheat for it. I don't need to position myself for it. If God says I shouldn't have it, I shouldn't have it. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. Somebody said, well, what do you mean by supplication? In other words, be humble when you go to the Lord. God don't owe you anything. He, you, you, you can't bargain with God. God. God don't have to bless you. Come with a sense of humility. Saying, God, I thank you for just listening to me first and foremost. I thank you for just calling me a child of God. I just thank you for being my God and allow me to be your child. Before we ask him for anything. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. In other other words, before we ask him for anything, uh, we ought to be thankful for everything that he's already done. If he's never done anything else, God, I thank you. I thank you for my kid. I thank you for my my wife. I I thank you for my family. I I thank you for my health. Uh, We've heard tonight the shootings that are going on and and the the stick-ups and robberies and the car accidents, and yet we're sitting here tonight. I said, "Yet we are sitting here tonight. It wasn't our time and it wasn't our turn, but God saw fit to keep us in His care one more time. Well, again, let us continue to value uh, the, the, the treasure of prayer. Because I heard it said somewhere, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Uh, Yeah, we ought to carry everything to God in prayer. There ought not be anything we can't take to God in prayer. Oftentimes we come to prayer, come to God when things get tough. Uh, But we ought to come to him when things are real right and and, and the money is looking good and everything is right in the house and health is doing well. We ought to come to God and say, thank you, God. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for allowing me uh, to have this place in life, well, uh, not just the words of prayer, but as our pastor would say, the worth of prayer. Uh, prayer means something. Uh, we ought to get up in the morning and pray. Some of you go to bed and you pray before you go to bed. Uh, but there ought not be a morning uh, that you get up and you don't thank God. Now, that may be the case for some baby Christians, but as we grow in the faith, uh, it ought to be a necessity that we we pray when we get when we get up. That, and I don't want to be biased. That's when I pray the most. Uh, But but I tell you what, uh, just like we have a kitchen table, just like we have a bathroom and just like we have a closet where we keep our clothes. We ought to have a place in our house where it's carved out for nothing but prayer. It it ought to be a prayer bench, a a prayer place, a, a quiet closet somewhere where we can go to show God that we value prayer. This isn't some I get to it when I get to it and I do it anywhere. No, we think prayer is so important that it ought to be a place in your house designated for prayer. Many of you know that I'm in real estate, and, and one of the gifts I've gotten many of my clients is a, a prayer bench, and I got the idea from Pastor Davis. Uh, but but um, And I've been doing it for years. But strangely, and the Lord is just putting it on my heart to share, and I'm not sharing any names or any person, but I got a prayer bench for one person, and they didn't think that was a good gift at all. Uh, and and I, I was thought I was, you know, trying to do the – the Christian thing, and, and, you know, it was a little uncomfortable because I, you know, I, I knew they weren't a Christian, uh, or at least a committed Christian, um, and, uh, I got them one, I, by the way, I sold their first house, they bought a house, I got it for them, um, and many years later, they called me back, and so, you uh, and, and talking, and, and they wanted me to sell the next house, and I went through the house, and I was like, I didn't see the prayer bench. <laughs> I didn't see it, and so, I, I asked him, I said, um, what that prayer bench I got you? Oh, it didn't fit. It didn't fit. I, I couldn't find a place for it. So, okay. Alright, alright. So, we, she's looking for another house. And so, I got her another prayer bench. <laughs> and she she sent me an email saying, can you come get this? She literally told me that. But, but, but this is the same person. Not a member here. I don't want you to try to figure it out. You don't go here. But, but, but uh, the same person telling me all these problems she's having in her life. Uh, mom getting sick. She's a caretaker and challenges there, challenges on the job. And and so my point is sometimes uh, the, the very people who might need it might not want it, but God has still called us to, to, to share it. And I did my part. And, 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 and it's my prayer that one day that she'll go out and get her own prayer bench and it'll make a big difference in her life. Well, as I, as I move to my close, uh, the treasure of our testimony, the Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, sometimes we got to speak it. Uh, sometimes we got to say it. Uh, you know that great prayer that uh, in the book of Matthew, when the Lord is telling uh, the disciples on how to pray, he says, say our father which are in heaven. You, you got to sometimes, you got to say it by the words of the testimony that come out of your mouth that make a difference. Uh, so when all hell is breaking loose, you got to remember that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You got to say that. And sometimes when difficult moments come and you're trying to do the Christian thing, the, the thing that would de- define you as a Christian, uh, the Bible says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And the life that I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Sometimes we got to get to the point, even when we don't think we can do it, quote it to ourselves that says, I can do all things through Christ who do what? Strengthens me. Uh, Yeah, sometimes when things get so tough, and they're so tight and so rough. Uh, we we, we got to remember that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. We got to believe that thing and walk it out by faith. Uh, yeah, we got to put feet to our faith. We, we have to become living epistles. We have to be the book that can be read by others who might not know Jesus. Well, as I come to my final point, and that is the cross. Brothers and sisters, uh, we ought to treasure the cross. Uh, now, I, I'm not talking about the literal cross, though I have nothing against the literal cross. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's a symbol of what our faith uh, uh, represents and, and resembles. As I think about the cross, and I think about my profession in real estate, it's always been something that I've thought about. And uh, as I was working on this message today, it, it kind of came to the forefront, and that is, The cross is a place on Calvary, and that place has um, great value to many people, so much so that they're making money by taking trips there and and, and showing people where where Jesus uh, was crucified. And I say that in the sense of uh, land, places, real estate, however we want to define it, has value. And in real estate, we're taught that real estate has value, not only monetary value, but it also has intrinsic value that that's the place where you raise your children. Uh, it's memories there. It's quality of life there. That, that's when you got your first pet as a, a, as, a, as, a as a young person. Uh, when, when you go and drive past that old house you used to live in, you can remember some of you may have planted a tree out front or out back, and you say that old bush is still there and is looking good. There, there may be some memories. There, there's something that you treasure about that place. And brothers and sisters, That's no different than the cross, because it was on that cross that he died for us. It it was on that cross that we learned the forgiveness as he forgave the one thief on the cross. It it was on that cross that we learned about the the, the principle of pain and suffering sometimes. If you're going to lead, you got to lead out front. It was on that cross that we learned so much about our faith. And and yes, it's just a cross, and it's just a piece of land wherever it may be uh, in the promised land, but, but it ought to mean something. And that cross ought to mean something to us, brothers and sisters. So when we compare the cross or our money, it ought to mean something that our cross is held near and dear to our heart. Uh, If it's the cross or that beautiful home, it ought to be the cross that means something to our heart. If it's the cross or that nice car you got out in the parking lot, it ought to mean something that uh, Jesus gave his life for me, a wretch undone. If it's the cross or the knowledge that we have in our head Uh, Based on education or or the wisdom that we might think we have, it it ought to mean something that there's no wisdom, no knowledge higher than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he died on the cross for us. And it ought to always be the cross. Yeah, it uh, it can't be any other way. The Bible says where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. And it's not the other way around. It's not where our treasury is, our heart is. Uh, yeah, it, it, or should I say it's not where our heart is, it's uh, where our, uh, our treasure is, but it is uh, where the treasure is, there our heart will be also. Well, those who are uh, having uh, or who have made an investment, uh, most of the time uh, we think of um, investments as that uh, which we want to see how it turns out. It could be investing your money. It could be investing in your children. Some of us have invested time in plants uh, that we have around the house. And many of us have children, and we want to see how they turned out. And and we make investments. Well, my brothers and sisters, it's my prayer that you've made an investment that will better equip you, your family, and your loved ones uh, to, to see a heavenly portfolio. Uh, this portfolio, uh, when properly managed, will not be overtaken by broker fees, uh, withdrawal penalties, or climbing interest rates. Good evening to your Highland Park. Uh, I just want to remind you, many of you have come through Crown Ministry that says continue to stow up treasures in heaven uh, where moth and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Uh, but remember this one point here. Uh, Wherever your treasury is, there there the desires of your heart will be also. So riches and honor come from God alone. And from God, who is our ruler and the ruler of all mankind. Your hand controls power and might. And it is at your discretion that men are made great and given great strength. Yeah, time is filled with swift transitions. But not only is time filled with swift transitions, time is the one thing once you spend it, you can't get it back. So I encourage you today, my brother, if you're going to make an investment, make an investment in a lasting legacy, something you can hand off to your children, something you can hand off to the people who you love and who are near and dear to you. And if you're going to make an investment, make that investment in love. Make that investment in having a prayer life. Uh, If you're going to make an investment, make an investment uh, that you have studied the word of God. And you have held the word of God close to your heart. And it means something to you, not just to hear the word of God but also to do the word of God. If you're going to make an investment, uh, be not only a hearer of God's word, but also a doer of his word. If you're going to make an investment, make an investment in forgiveness where you can forgive others who have done you wrong. You don't have to carry a, a load around being angry, mad, and sad because you know what the Lord has for you is for you. And even still, when they do something uh, that was unbecoming to you, we go back to the great scripture that says that all things work together for good. For those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Yeah, if you're going to make an investment, make an investment in putting the whole armor of God in your life. Put on the helmet of salvation. Take on the sword of the spirit. Take the word of God. Uh, Take the belt of truth and walk in it. And know that God is with you. Because remember, brothers and sisters, God is not marked. Whatever we sow, that we shall also reap. I don't think you heard me. Whatever we sow, that we shall also reap. So let that be an encouragement to you tonight. That you might be able to live a, go- a-, a godly life. One that when it's all said and done, you can hear, well, well done, my good and faithful servant you've been faithful over a few things come on up i'll make you rule over much i don't know about you but i want to hear those words from the lord there's some things that i may not have gotten on this side there's some things that i may not understand on this side but one day I'm going to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. And I'm going to sit down at his feet. And he's going to tell me all that I didn't know. That which was done in part will be done away with. Yeah, the, the things that I wondered about, God will, will bring it right before me. If it's his will. But let me just say to you, tonight, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, as we said earlier, that's why we're here tonight. It's all about salvation. For the person who do not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, we come tonight that you might be able to have a relationship with the Savior, that you might be able to come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He wants you to treasure Him. He wants you to treasure the things that He has for you. First and foremost, He wants a relationship for you with you. And if you come tonight, maybe you were a visitor, uh, maybe you came tonight and. Uh, you just thought you'd show up because it was Saturday night at the park and, and you thought you'd come and uh, just hear a word from the Lord. God is calling you. But not only you, there are even people who are in our virtual space. You may be at home tonight at the kitchen table or in the basement and uh, or even at the living room, uh, and, and you haven't made that decision. God is calling you to make the great decision. He says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Nothing anyone can do about it, has nothing to do with what you have or what you don't have. God is calling you into relationship with him. Is there one tonight? Is there one? He wants to be your God. He wants to call you son. He wants to call you daughter. Is there one? Maybe there's one tonight that is falling out of the fold. You've accepted Christ, but you know and God knows that you haven't been living for Him. Is there one? He treasures you. He gave His life for you on Calvary. Is there one? Amen. We're praying for you. We're praying with you. Those in our virtual space we're praying for you that you will accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and there's a number on the screen in which you can call you call that number someone will pray with you they will lead you to Christ we can even find a church home for you if you're not in this area Amen let the church say Amen let the church say Amen let the church say Amen again
1: space. And listen, if you didn't make a decision now, it's not too late. Even after service, you may contact somebody. We can still help you if you want to commit to Christ. Not church membership. Relationship with a God that loved you first. Is that right? Let's give God praise for our uh, preacher for tonight, Reverend Emmanuel Williams. Work on those treasures, y'all. Store up the right kind of treasures. Is that right? We thank you, Reverend Williams, for the word tonight. Before we go, we do just have a few brief announcements. Registration for the Valentine's and Comedy event sponsored by the Couples Ministry will be held outside the bookstore tonight. Deacon Pam and Trustee Peter, y'all gonna handle that? All right. Brother Eddie? All right. So if you want to uh, register for that event, you may see them outside the bookstore this evening on tomorrow tomorrow at three o'clock pastor davis will preach the 10th pastoral anniversary for the son of this church pastor Bombaduro. is that right 10 years 10 years ago we all went over as a church family and installed him he's doing great work at the walker memorial church now if you want to go a bus will leave the church, coach transportation now, no school bus or nothing, a comfortable ride into D.C. You won't even have to worry about parking. The bus will leave here at 2 o'clock. The service over there starts at 3. He told me today he had some gospel yard bird that's going to be prepared and ready for you when you arrive. So if you want to go, contact the church office in the morning and let them know you want a seat. Also, um, the beginning of year congregational conference that was scheduled for Monday evening has been rescheduled to February 5th at 7 p.m. in the West West Sanctuary. That'll also be in the virtual space. You know that you will need to register. We're asking that only members of Highland Park register, and if you're gonna do it virtually and you get the registration and dial in Zoom information, Don't share it with someone who has not taken the time to register. The information given is for our church family only. You know, membership has its privileges. Is that right? Amen. All right, let me see. Uh, Just want to make sure we cover everything. Um, Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Did you all participate in the curbside groceries on Wednesday? I did. It was beautiful. Uh, so on Wednesdays after service, one o'clock, a uh, truck comes here, refrigerated and everything. I'm gonna tell you what I got. For two dollars and fifty-eight cents, I got a bunch of broccoli, fresh. I got uh, one zucchini and one squash because they were rather large. And then also, I got two fried green, uh, two green tomatoes, for which they became fried green tomatoes. I'm telling you, um, they were giving away, uh, they gave us pounds of turkey bacon, all kind of stuff. So this is a way to supplement your groceries, and uh, it it is reasonably priced. So uh, tomorrow, Sunday Biblical Institute, uh, Dr. Lawrence Hawkins will facilitate the topic is Joel called to repentance. Let me do this before we go. Let me commend Brother Joel Price in the media ministry. Did you notice on the cameras tonight, we have two young men on the cameras tonight. Young brothers, I don't know your name, but uh, God bless you for serving. Come on, give our young men a hand. They could be anywhere tonight, but they're here helping us in worship and working the cameras. And Brother Joel, we thank you and your team for being willing to train them to serve. Is that right? All right, so we have a few more announcements which you will hear about things coming up throughout the week. Don't forget Wednesday night, Officers, Leaders, uh, Installation and Consecration 645. um, Dr. George Lewis Parks, Jr., new pastor at Metropolitan Baptist Church, will be our preacher for the evening, and we should all come in our uniform attire. Is that all right? that's everybody if you a leader an officer at this church we're looking for you that's not virtual you need to be here pastor's gonna pray over us and lay hands on us so we have the anointing to serve our people in 2024 is that right all right well i'm not gonna say if all hearts and minds are clear because i don't want your mind clear i want you thinking about that word that reverend williams gave us tonight so we will stand for the benediction God bless you all. Remember, please remember, keep our pastor in prayer. You know, he mentioned how he was became the caretaker for aunt and uncle, and uncle went home to be with the Lord. His homegrown celebration will be on Monday at the Emmanuel Church on Anger Road, Anger Place in Southeast. You know, our friend and brother, Pastor Christopher Nichols, is the pastor there. So uh, if you can't make it, just pray for our pastor. Is that all right? amen let us look to the lord god we thank you for an opportunity to worship tonight thank you for your word which reminds us of what we should treasure not those things that can be destroyed but we treasure our faith and our love from you and all that you do for us and so god we give you glory Lord, as we leave this place but never your presence, give us traveling grace and mercy so we can go home safely, Lord. Look out for us for dangers seen and unseen. Lord God, in Jesus' name, lay us down as your word says and give us that sweet sleep you said you would give us in your word. Wake us up, Lord, early in the morning with your finger of love with a mind to worship you again. We'll be back at 730, God, to give you glory, honor, and praise. So we thank you for tonight. We bless you. We just ask you to keep us. In the name of Lord Jesus, we do pray. We all say amen and amen. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Usher's as well. Good night. Him, if, you, if you all.